The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk in Arizona today. I am glad to be here today. I got an interesting program today. I got one of my guests returning, Brent Kaskanowski. How you doing today, Brent? I'm doing good, James. Thanks for having me back, man. Good to have you back. And I got a new guest in there, Nicole Freelo. How you doing today, Nicole? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Don't be nervous, Nicole. It's going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. You're in good hands with Brent, right? They all think. <laughs> but we're here today. Um, we got a good sports show today. I'd like to start off today. Um, you know, it's good to have Brent back. You know, every time I get into, you know, the sports talk, I like to, you know, hear your views and everybody's views and what you think, you know, your opinions about it. And I kind of like start off been all over the news and Brent, and I'm tired of hearing it, you know, but it's something that we got to look into with the college players, you know, taking these money from the agents and with this Reggie Bush, you know, with this trophy and the money. You know, you, you think he should get a trophy back? No, I definitely think he, uh, if you're ineligible to play, you are ineligible to get a Heisman Trophy or any sort of extracurricular rewards or, uh, you know, the whole system, you know, is James. It's a little, it's a little screwy. And uh, I think the NCAA is doing a little bit better job of policing this thing, but uh, there's still definitely some room to go. Yeah. And, and like I was saying, Nicole, you know, with these players taking his money, and I know you played in school. You was at Texas Tech, right? Yes. Um, do you believe players should get paid in college, you know, some kind of funds, you know? You know, it's funny. I think that this topic, in the event that college football was obsolete, the topic of players in college getting paid would never even be a topic of conversation. Now, because these players go on to make millions of dollars, that's the only reason it's getting involved. Um, you know, personally, being a soccer player at Texas Tech, I didn't think that I was, you know, um, let's say gifted enough to get paid to play. I was fortunate enough to get a soccer scholarship, and that's what got me there. Um, I think NCAA has turned a blind eye to these specifically football players getting this money. And uh, when it comes out like this, everyone's so apologetic for it. But they all know what's going on. Yeah, but, I mean, I know you said, Nicole, and Brent, but Brent, you know, you in school, they pay for your tuition, books, food, and where you live. But you need other money, you know, just, you know, like the um, clothes, you know. And if you don't have no, like these guys that don't have parents that have the money sitting up, you know, and you have the athlete taking the money from these agents, isn't that almost right, though? Yeah, I hear what you're saying, James. Um, I think, you know, though, to Nicole's point here, um, we're talking about the, the big-name programs, the big-name athletes, the big-name, right. uh, you know, revenue-producing uh, sports such as football, basketball. Uh, your, you know, your soccer programs, men's and women, they're, they're not going to be paying athletes. And should they be getting a little bit of money to, you know, 
buy a few extra things and maybe, you know, go out on, on Friday night and get a hamburger. Yeah, why not? Maybe. But uh, I, I think that's uh, too hard to police and, and too hard to enforce that. And, and uh, I'm not sure what the system uh, would take to make that work. So what you said, Nicole, is um, if you was in school at Texas Tech and they came to you and said, you know, here go a little extra money, you know, the do your laundry or, you know, buy your piece or something, you wouldn't accept it? You know, at that that age, you're young, you're in college, you don't, you're not understanding, you know, you just want the money. Am I right? Absolutely. And sure, anybody in their right mind is going to say no to free money? Absolutely not. But we also have to remember a full-ride scholarship gives you a stipend per month, and your stipend allows you to pay for, you know, as you guys are saying, clothing, laundry, food, or what have you. So, a full ride back when I was in college anyways, four years ago, I believe it was $2,000 a year past what books, um, room and board, and school was. So you have money that is legally, quote unquote, given to you as a full ride athlete. Um, yeah, I mean, an agent coming up to you prior to your eligibility and what have you. I mean, yes, it's going to be hard to say no. Um, is yep. it right or wrong? I, yeah, no. I hear what you're saying, but you know what? It's 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 a society. I mean, you can say yes or no to everyday situations. You can right. say yes or no to stealing. You can say yes or no to robbing. Mm-hmm. You can say yes or no to this, that, and the other thing. These athletes don't tell me that they that they don't know better. This is the the speech that you get day one when you're in freshman orientation. You're you will exactly not right. do this, and you will not do that. And and that's probably hanging up in locker rooms everywhere. And for the athletes to go ahead and, and knowingly do this, you know, I think it's just really more of a uh, look at me type thing and, and what what I can get away with and what I can't get away with and what you can do and what I can't do. And uh, it's it's a little, a little over but, the top. But, you know, I agree with you on bread, but then I kind of disagree with you. You know, I have to because, you that's know. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, being in school. And you know how it is, you know, you there, you have no money. I know you know wrong is right, but if somebody could throw me some money where I could go out and have a good time party at night, I'm going to take that because I'm not going to go and hang out and don't have no money, right? So somebody could give me a little bit of money go out and party. And I'm 20 years old, you know, and like you say, you 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 know, like a Reggie Bush, you're the main star, and you know you're going to the NFL, you'll be making all this other money. So I'm 20 years old. I got no money in my pocket. One, I want to buy clothes. In college, we want to buy clothes. Absolutely. We want to hang out. We want to do all these things. So you tell me, if that money comes to you, you're going to say, I know wrong or right? Yeah, you know. We, anybody as adults, know wrong or right, and we still do wrong. Well, absolutely. I agree. But I think, you know, what it basically boils down to is this, is that uh, are you willing to jeopardize your entire sports program? to, I guess, quote-unquote, be a little bit selfish and and maybe take something that is, is given to you because uh, you can run a little bit faster than the next guy? I, I mean, you know, I guess I get off my high horse here in, in, in morality, but, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, if I'm not willing to put my team, my coach, my university, the fans, the players, everybody that's involved, uh, you know, stripping them of titles and, and, and accolades, and, you know, I don't think it's worth it. Well, you know what I'm saying, Nicole? You know, I, you know I'm going to argue with Brent. We've got a whole show. I want <laughs> to light him apart, you know. That's how, you know. But you, you know how it was. I mean, we ain't thinking, you know. You know, you're not in there. And when you're playing and you're sports, you're in college, you're not thinking, you know. Your everyday life is survival in college, right? You know, you know your scholarship paper and all like that, but survival, having fun. You know, you you at that age where you like gonna say, okay, um, I know when I was in Wyoming, we was like we tried to find um, calling card numbers so we could call home and call. Am I right? All these different things that we were doing, 
I mean, was wrong, and we know wrong, but we needed it. We didn't have it. You know, I have $5 go out and buy a $5 loan just to car. Am I right, Nicole? I mean, it, it's you take what you can in college. I mean, Absolutely. We get two more dollars, get you a McDonald's instead of eating at where they had you feeding that on scholarship. You want that, right? Right. And we're talking about two things here. One, age, and two, pennies versus thousands of dollars. Right. You know, age, you're coming in, I believe, into college at 18, 17, 18, okay. 19 years old. What you know then and what we know now, two totally different things. You know, in Reggie Bush's case, um, from what I understand anyways, uh, came from a family that didn't have much. So getting thrown a brand new BMW, however many hundreds of thousands of dollars they paid for his parents' house, I right. believe that's what was in the media. You a little know, bit different than a McDonald's It's a bit different than a $5 sandwich, <laughs> you know, so it's a bit different. I'm sorry. <laughs> a happy meal there. You know what? If I would have known you in Wyoming, I would have brought you up $5 for your next five top ramens. <laughs> but, you know, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars now, and that's a big difference there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of hard for me. I, I could go either way. If I was had the money like Reggie, I would have took it, you know, to help my sure. family out. But then, like you say, Brett, I know what you're saying. I know wrong right to put the school in jeopardy. Now, but I'm not thinking putting the school in jeopardy at that time. But now he look at it, the school is is, is, is. I also think, though, that it's, it's it even goes a little bit deeper than that, too, because I think really ultimately what happens is is I think sometimes these families and these athletes expect this. And, I mean, they're looking for the highest bidder. Uh, mm. It's not so much that somebody's coming to you. It's really more of a, you know, hey, these guys offered me this. What are you going to offer me to make it better? And that might dictate where I'm going to go to school and where I'm going to play ball. And, you know, that's I think that's even stepping over the line a little bit farther than an agent just, you know, maybe giving somebody a, a, a few extra gifts to kind of, you know, keep them afloat. Well, let me, let me ask you guys this. I mean, either one of you answer, but how many players – that have done this and got away, but Reggie got caught only because he didn't go with his agent. And I always, you know, I worked at a group home. The kids always told me it's not a crime until you get caught. So mm-hmm. Reggie would have got away, but how many other players in college is doing this and getting away with it? That's all I'm saying, you know. We all looking at Reggie, but how many players are doing this? I mean, there's probably hundreds of them that we don't know. Thousands it, of them. Right, and, and they're not getting caught, and it's okay. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's uh, it's definitely going to be prevalent out there, and I think you're going to identify the Reggie Bushes of the world because of his profile. Exactly. Um, but you know, uh, giving giving a college student a little bit extra to kind of keep him going, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's something that uh, would be difficult to police because I still think there's always going to be extra benefits to those that maybe uh, can run a little bit faster, jump a little bit higher, throw a little bit farther, uh, a little bit more accuracy, whatever it might be. Uh, to get your team over the hump, those are the people that are going to be taken care of, and I think that's where the uh, the issue lies. Well, what's wild to me, what we have to remember, too, is a lot of these players are getting money from their own boosters that are right. going through those actual schools. So their boosters are knowing all and well what they're doing is not NCAA right. eligible or what have you. Um, so there's a big difference. An agent, they don't have any personal investment in that particular school. They have a personal investment in that particular player. These boosters now who are getting caught through these schools giving their players money is what, in my mind, is wild to me. I mean, agents don't have a personal investment. These boosters do. You know, James, my son goes to the University of Kentucky, and I always give him grief about, uh, you know, the basketball program and Calipari and, and who's he going to pay this year and, and, you know, how do you get this player right. for that year. But, um, you know, 
to, to Nicole's point, I mean, I think that uh, uh, agents are one thing. You know, you got boosters on the on the inside. That's that's something completely different. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at the booster, uh, get me wrong now, our former players, right? Am I right? Yeah. Boosters are former players, so they've been there and they know how it's not having that, right? Am I am I wrong? All right, come on, agree with me. Boosters played there, so they know how about not having and want to help that player with with having something, you know? Because I know, like you say, I keep going back around me. I got tired of eating where we had us eating at one place, so I always wanted to like say, "Yeah, hey, go back to my McDonald's again." You know, you always want to go out and get something else, so I look for that money. You know, uh, give me some extra five or ten dollars. You know, but like you say, Reggie was getting hundreds of thousands, which his parents didn't have, so that was, I mean, almost a Big Mac and a large fry, right? But they also know they're walking <laughs> in their freshman year without a full ride, knowing, oh well, they're not going to get the money, and suddenly when you get money thrown at you, your morality kind of. S- shrinks and you say okay I mean well you got oh. music James I was going to yeah. add a comment but how about on the other side yeah yeah I got that music coming I got a break but we got um, a great show going we got Brent Nicole and we got a special guest Ray is in the house <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with James Loving host and Loving That Sports House school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you already get the general sports headlines and discussion on tv and radio tune in to the blueprint with randall gatewood yeah we'll cover all the general big name stuff too but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else we'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little known successes If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. 
a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving with hosting Loving That Sports Talk back with my guest Brent, Nicole, and we have a special guest Ray Ellis is in the house. How you doing today, Ray? I'm good, man. I just wanted to share a comment or two about the subject matter. And uh, I was in the office and I thought it was a good show, except I, I think there's a couple things that's missing in the conversation. And, and I think that we have to look at when a student athlete signs uh, his letter of intent and then he signs his contract to go to the university – it used to be about the student athlete and the experience of a student athlete. It's no longer about your experience as a student athlete. It's now a business. And and if it's college sports is now a business, then I think that the agreement between the athlete and the university should be uh, an agreement that is uh, conducive, that everybody who's involved benefits from this new business opportunity. Things have changed. They've evolved from what it used to be years ago. It wasn't a big business. Universities didn't have collectively television networks. Uh, they weren't, you know, generating these astronomical amounts of money. And then not only that, for some reason or another, certain people can start earning a living at a certain age, but then other people cannot. Why is it that a child can be a child actor or actress and get paid, but you can't be an athlete, you can go to a war and put your life on the line, but you can't play pro football at 18 if you have the ability. So I think we have to look at the totality of what's at stake as opposed to just saying, well, some athletes are taking money under the table. Why are you telling that person they have to go overseas to play basketball just so he can earn a living, but he can't do it here in the United States of America because you got to go to a college or a university so they can make the money off of you instead of you earning a living. Well, I, I don't agree with you. I don't like my guest money, but you are getting paid, right? You're getting your, your books. You're but you your, don't have the right school. to negotiate the contract. That's what I'm saying. They've changed the contract without giving you a chance to negotiate it, the terms and condition of the contract. Well, well that's what you get. You get a free education. No, I it's mean, not free because if it was free, ability. the person sitting next to you in your English class, they would be going to football practice with you too. But they're not going to football practice with you. Well, so it's I mean, not free. If you didn't, If you didn't earn that, they didn't just give it to you. When something's free, there's no strings attached. I just give you that. I don't take it. Go. I don't. Well, I tell you what, Ray. I I, I hear your argument, and and you have some valid points. But let me just poke a few holes in those things. So tell me this. So, um, if I'm recruiting Reggie Bush, um, how does that work? I mean, is USC's offering you five hundred thousand dollars to come to school, and now uh, University of Iowa is going to offer you six hundred thousand dollars to come to school, and the University of Florida is right. going to say no? We'll up the offer to six fifty to get you to come to right. school. It so a bid more. It becomes a bidding war, and yeah. I don't know how you police that. Well, mm-hmm. it's for it's the same system that's in place now. 
wasn't USC recruiting Reggie Bush and wasn't, let's say, the Ohio State University recruiting Reggie Bush and wasn't, let's say, Notre Dame recruiting Reggie Bush? But the idea and they behind all it, it all. the same thing? Well, absolutely. But the idea behind it all is that you're offering them an education to go to school and play football, not, okay, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you that, we're going to give your parents a new house, a new BMW, a new no, this, a new that. I agree no, with that, no. right? Here's, here's my point. I agree, my point. Right. My point is this. The point is that whatever they're offering them, whatever they are allowed to offer them based upon what the NC2A rules allows them to offer them, it shouldn't be the same thing as what they offered them in 1934. I mean, things have changed. Life, everybody's life has changed and evolved. Well, let me and so you make the adjustment accordingly. And so if the adjustment is made accordingly, why has everybody been affected? I mean, I was at Ohio State University. Pete Carroll was looking at my car. So don't tell me that you're going to go into a kid's house and see what he has or he doesn't have and then get on national TV and say you weren't aware. I mean, if I came with holes in my pants and I'm blinged out, I mean, if I'm your, if my parents left you in charge, wouldn't you kind of ask the question, well, Reggie, where'd you get that from? Where'd you get that car from? That yeah, and, I, and, and I'll go back to what you said a few minutes ago, and I agree with some of your points, but do I think it's right that you don't have the, op- the opportunity to go right to the NFL? No, I, I disagree. I think you should have the opportunity to get paid. So why to don't play. you? Well, because you can't – I think we're talking about apples and oranges no, here. No, no, we're, we're, talking talking we're talking about a person's right to earn a living. Absolutely. And why is, it, why is a young man who has the ability allowed to go to war – and lose his life, but can't work a job. I agree with you, but I think working a job means going to the NFL. I don't think that means going to the NCAA. Well, they won't let those. you go to the oh, I, and I, in basketball. I, they won't let you go. I agree. I, I'm, I'm not. Is I'm there not something arguing. wrong with that system? I, absolutely. But I think we're talking about two different things. No, I'm no, about no. You, when you force a person to, when you take away my ability to earn a living, then what do you expect me to do? But you got all and you say it's legal. But what I'm saying is that I think if you are planning on going to college, uh, it shouldn't become a bidding war and, and a behind-the-scenes thing. You should be able to go to the have NFL. You, but have you witnessed anybody who's been recruiting? No. If you witness a person that's recruited, don't you think it's a bidding war? Yeah, but I think what you're what you're bidding is 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 uh, uh, education, an education, mm-hmm. uh, the fans, why, the, if, if the history. Bidding, no, no, the, the, both the, of you guys, come on, you've been to university. You can't think that it's just that. What's no. if that's the case? Then why would anybody go any place besides their neighborhood school? If you go to USC and your experience on a USC campus is probably going to be a little different than if you go to some other campus. I mean, that was part of what. Pete Carroll was saying, I mean, you're in Hollywood. You're, you're not just a USC. You're in Hollywood. That's pretty impressive to a young man or a young lady when they come and go to school in Hollywood. So Hollywood is a little different than, and nothing against Iowa, but if you're out in the cornfields of Iowa. So there is, there's other things, yeah. amenities that go along with that university and that experience of being on that campus and again, that not, makes it different. And I don't think I'm arguing that point with you myself. I think what we're talking about, though, is, is, is should you be able to accept money while you're in college? And I think that's no. You should be able to go to the NFL. I agree. You should be able to be paid to play football. But why should Nicole, who's a soccer athlete, going to get nothing to go to school, yeah. whereas you, who's a star football player, is going to get paid? Well, I would say this. Again, the universities have made it a business. And like anything else, you make a business decision. And if you have a product, you have a line of products, and if one product is bringing revenue in and the other isn't, I think you discontinue that product. So if you're going to look at it like that, I think universities have – there's a reason why the big universities 
you get the major TV contracts. There's a reason why Notre Dame gets a t- large TV, independent TV contracts, as opposed to some smaller school down in Texas, maybe. It's because they have a huge following. And so they've earned the right. It's like, you, can you tell them that if they can get multi-million dollars for a TV contract, that they shouldn't take it? Yeah, but is that fair to another athlete that's a small school, just as good as one of the big, or wasn't able we to get that We live in a competitive big? society. But, but Everything we, that we do. But we start being like that. You know the Nebraska, the uh, Notre Dame, Ohio, could get all the, the big because they could pay more. We're going to get that, you know, but you get a small school like that. I think it's going to create the exact same yeah. system that we have today where it's going to still be the highest player, highest bidder is going to get the get player. The and whether it's illegally or legally, it's still going to be the same kind of and flawed system. That's what's system. going on today. No, I no, agree. I, what the you schools do is you with set the up. best facilities are getting the best player. You said it. The no name with the I didn't best team. The, uh, no, I, did not, I, said, I didn't say they got the best players because if you look at the National Football League, if you look at some of these rosters, some of these kids that are on the rosters did not come from the biggest universities in the country. Some of them come from small universities. And some of the, some, if you think about it, too, I believe, what was it, Appalachian yeah, State, but, who beat Michigan a couple years yeah, ago? But what look, players, at Boise, look at Boise now, who's beating up on big teams. But what player in the small that really is making a name for itself? Can you name, well, like, Okay, two? what school did you, you came from where? Wyoming. Okay. Wyoming's is a Division Wy- One. But is Wyoming known like Notre Dame, Nebraska, well, Michigan, Ohio State, well, USC? Well, Wyoming's known. Well, how long before we go get to Wyoming? Wyoming's known because of the Y. Yeah, BYU. So I, BYU was a natural champion. So but Wyoming, we were talking about Wyoming. It, are you telling me that Wyoming is a, a, a big name school? Yeah. But you, okay. You don't think well? <laughs> but I'm you made it. You, that, that's my point. You came from Wyoming and you made it in the league. Yeah. Because of the whack. It was in the whack. And BYU was that big name in the whack. You see what I'm saying? There was a big name over there. If you get in a division where there's a big name, you know, you're right. Nobody really knew Wyoming, but everybody knew BYU. How many kids in the NFL come from small black colleges? A lot. You know, what, well, from down there from... A uh, lot. A lot. Check the rosters. Yeah. A lot. So that's what... You could be at a small school. The NFL will find you. Yeah. They, they, they will find you. But I'm sorry. You should have a point. What we saying, Nicole? Oh, no, <laughs> you're okay. I'm passionate about right. this. Absolutely, and as you should be. I just wanted to uh, kind of go back to the schools and the bigger schools and the money. I think that uh, you two can attest to this. Growing up, your dream is to play in the big leagues. So your parents raise you, you go play in whatever tournaments that you go play in in order to make yourself better to create, number one, an opportunity to go to college, number two, get a full ride, and ideally, number three, go to a top 10 school. So with that being said, you know, uh, you get, we'll just say Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush, for example, every small school recruited him. He was not going to get the under the table money from those smaller schools. The NCAA has been amended. Numerous occasions it will continue to get amended. It is in black and white what is stated, what is required, not not able to take place. You know, um, what I'm trying to say is that it's in black and white. There's no confusion. In the event everybody followed it, this would never even be an argument. Yeah, and I think that's so, the issue. I think, to your point, the issue is, is is what are the rules today? And are the rules flawed? Maybe they are. Well, they, they are flawed because people who... You know, we'll just say lower their morality in order to accept this money. But, you know, you talking about going to a big school and you go to a big school to get the extra benefits. Well, if the NCAA's rules are in black and white and you know going in there, no one's supposed to be accepting a uh, A car. Well, exactly. No one. You can go to the smallest college in, you know, South New Mexico or go to USC. The NCAA rules apply to every single school. 
Uh, so that I'm not misquoted, I didn't say you go to a big school to get the money under the table. Well, it was just implied throughout this entire conversation oh, no, that you no. go to a big school to receive probably extra benefits than one would in the event they go to a, 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 small, a small school, school. elsewhere. Well, uh, those extra benefits could be like air conditioning. You know, it, it could be like well, uh, training. It could be like training table. But why do you get you know? that? It's the same. Because your universe, it's a, it's a competitive society. We live in a competitive, this is a capitalism, United States of America. Come on. What do you go to, first of all, why do you go to school to get what? Education. For what? For what reason? Because it's been proven those who are better yeah. educated are better compensated. Am I right? Well, is that not true? Well, let me go to my <laughs> commercial break. This is good. I like this. Uh, me, Brett. Nicole and Ray are still there. We loading up on Ray today. I'm out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get out of here. This is James Loving hosting Loving That Sports Talk. Be right back. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with kwame lassiter formerly with the arizona cardinals san diego chargers and st louis rams kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Entrepreneurial Insights is your weekly excursion into the world of business ownership. Presented by Sunbelt Business Brokers, the leading business brokerage and intermediary firm in the world, Entrepreneurial Insights will examine critical issues that impact both existing and prospective business owners. If you own or want to own a small business, listen for Entrepreneurial Insights with John Davies, Pino Boccinello, and Matt Ottaway. Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. 
Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host and Loving That Sports Talk, and I got my guests in here, Brent and Nicole. We had to run Ray out of here, you know. He's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had to run him out. He know he coming here talking that smack. <laughs> Brent and Nicole, what was he talking about? Uh, <laughs> I want the luxury to come and go as I please, state my point, and then move along. Yeah. I guess that's the good thing about the society we live in. We all have our own opinions, <laughs> yeah. and we're free to express them. And he ran out of here quick, didn't he? Yes, he did. <laughs> But, you know, you know, it's good to have, you know, like I said, we all, you know, stayed and, you know, what we think is that. But, you know, I like to go into um, college football. You know, I kind of watched that Boise State and that Virginia Tech game. Great game, but I don't know how they keep saying Boise State is, like, number one, going to be national champion. It seemed like they barely got by Virginia Tech to me. What do you guys think? Well, I, what, are they going to be national championships? I, I don't think they can. Uh, in my opinion, they're they're not really worthy of the talk. I think they're a, a, a good program. I think they're they've proven over the years now that they are a program that's here to stay. Uh, I think winning one big game, uh, you know, you circle that game on your calendar and you win it. Uh, what else you got left to do? You know, they don't have nobody else to play the rest of the year. You know, if you're talking about an SEC school or a Big Twelve school, uh, you know, you got a tough schedule. Big Ten school, um, but um, you know, I think. Uh, a good program, a big win for them. Uh, I think uh, a lot of presence for the quarterback, Colin Moore, and I think, uh, uh, you know, really to go into hostile territory, really, so to speak, that was pretty much a, a home game for Virginia Tech, even though it was played over in uh, uh, at the Redskins field. Um, th- it was a big win. What do you think, Nicole? I mean, you know, we look at all these teams that, you know, boys, you know, they try to figure out this playoff thing and all like that. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, because the team beat one team, but as I was always told, like when they say Wyoming, you're not playing on SEC teams and all that, you know. You know, you play, and your schedule is not that great. You know, how can you be natural champion? You agree? I agree 100%. And obviously, I'm partial to uh, the Big 12, best <laughs> conference in the country. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now you're, I got to get Ray back here. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> no, I'm just giving you a hard time. But, you know, the obvious argument is if you're not in one of the top conferences, it's, it's tough to uh, convince the naysayers to uh, believe that you can contend for a national championship. And unfortunately, I do agree with that. I think strength of schedule says it all. I mean, and, you know, Boise State, I think you said it right. They're a great program. They're not the best program, nor will they ever be, in my opinion, that I can see thus far. And I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the last segment. Is the system flawed? Absolutely. You Mm -hmm. know, should there be a playoff? You know, that's how you really determine a true national champion. Um, You know, you got computers, you got uh, people, you got opinions, and and at the end of the day, your opinion is going to differ than mine. And, and Boise State might be number one in my book, but it might be number twelve in your book, and and they're not going to be in the title game. Well, I'll tell you what: if I had however many millions of dollars to get Alabama to play Boise State, just to shut the people up about they should be national <laughs> champions, I'd pay for every dollar of it and see what happens. And I can assure you, I'm not even an Alabama fan. 
that um, it probably wouldn't be a pretty game for Boise State. And that's what I'm saying. You know, you got these schools playing all the other schools. You know, like if you look at Boise State, I think they played maybe one team is um, ranked, you know. They have one ranked. Yeah, left. You know, the rest of them is just a breeze. So Mm -hmm. how can you state and say national champion? And like you say, Nicole, if they go there and play Alabama, they might get ripped to stretch, you know. And that's the thing, exactly. Without a playoff system, you'll never know, though. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, we all got our teams now, you know. I mean, you know, I had to ask you guys about this. I know, Brent, you're Nebraska, you know. Oh, yeah. And I don't think Nebraska will be rated high as they should. I mean, that's the one program besides Notre Dame that I hate that always get ranked just because of their name. Am I wrong or right, Brent? They can have the worst team, I mean, that year or the year before, and they still rank. You agree with me? No, I disagree with you, James. You know that. <laughs> well, you just remind James constantly. When you're in the Big 12, you're automatically just a, um, a sure uh, a sure seated team. <laughs> you know is what? that fair? You well, know I've just given you a hard time. <laughs> well, here's what I'll say. Is, does Nebraska deserve a top six ranking right now? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's it's one game into the season, and it's somebody's opinion. Again, until they actually have a playoff system where, you know, the top eight or the top 16 teams, and, and, and the system's never going to be perfect, but until we do something a little bit different than we're doing today, uh, I don't think we're going to know, you know, whether Nebraska is a, a, a top five program, a, a national championship contender because uh, of a system that's a little bit flawed. You know, if Alabama runs a table and if Ohio State runs a table, Nebraska's not going to have an opportunity to play for national championship, we would never know. Well, I mean, like with Texas Tech. I mean, I remember I followed Texas Tech. Isn't that the team where the coach got you know fired? Am I right? If I, yeah, I remember that, did, you yes. know. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the Texas Tech. But why aren't they ranked like that? You know. Um, you know, they uh, have a great program. You know. Well, thank you. We do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's going to be interesting to see with uh, Tommy Tuberville coming in. Uh, you know, we had Mike Leach for I believe six, seven years yeah. with this. You know, high-powered offense, lethal offense. Right. Uh, and obviously the big argument was, well, our defense can't hold up like our offensive overpowers or our offense overpowers. Um, it'll be interesting to see. You know, to be honest with you, this early on in the season, I don't have many predictions, and we'll kind of just see what happens. But I have a question for you two. Um, what do you think about school or uh, conferences like the Big 12 and the SEC, for example, who have that last game in which the, uh, for example, Texas Tech, the North and South, or the yeah North and South play in SEC, East and West play for a for a um, conference championship, where other conferences don't have that. So potentially, two of the top seeded teams in the country have one final game to knock each other off, where that knocks the you know the top you know one right. or two either one ranks. Well, I think knock them off. Is that fair? Or is that not fair? Go ahead, Brent. I, I think I think it could help you. I think it can hurt you. I well, mean, that's the thing, and that's really what it basically boils down to. So, um, I think you know, for some teams, it can definitely you know boost you into into. Look at Nebraska, for example, last year. Nebraska really, by all accounts, didn't have a very good season. I mean, lost a couple saying. of really tough games, and then they go down to and and almost beat Texas. One second left to go in that Texas game in the champion right, yeah. in the Big Twelve championship game, and, and all of a sudden people are like saying, "Oh wow, maybe Nebraska is in some." bad so let's put them in the top 10 to rank them for the beginning of next year you know they go out and and, and just drub the uh, university of arizona in the in the bowl game last year uh, maybe they're a top 10 team who knows you know they, they lost to iowa state last year i mean that, that's that's pretty low so uh, you know i'm not i'm not going to say nebraska is <coughs> worthy of a top six ranking i'm not going to say they're worthy of of a top 10 ranking we don't know yet uh, one game against uh, Western Kentucky don't, isn't, isn't going to make or break, uh, you know, my opinion of, of whether they're a good team or not. And like I said, ultimately th- the system is flawed because we will never know. They might not have a chance to play in that game. You know, I got a question for you too. Um, I'm not a big 
college fan, you know. I don't know why. Everybody like, why you not? But what is it that people like college more than pros, you know? Everybody says the hard-hitting and they try. But, you know, I like the pro. I like the excitement. I like the, the plays, you know. The, but college is just straightforward football, you know. And, and it's like I can't even get into it. I mean, it's weird. I'm going to have to bring Ray back in here because, you <laughs> yeah. know, what I think the answer to that is, and, and, and maybe you guys will disagree, but I think the fans uh, think of it more as these are, these are the guys that come to school to play football, and this is something we can get behind. They're not the million-dollar athletes that are spoiled and rich and, and don't really care about us. They're playing for us on, on football Saturdays. And, you know, like I said, Growing up a Nebraska fan, uh, I can attest to that. I remember being six years old and just thinking that uh, these guys were just the you know the end all be all. And um, I'm sure it's the same with Texas Tech. I'm sure it's the same in Wyoming. You know, I know people that are fans of, of that program, Wyoming specifically, that live and breathe Wyoming football, even though there ain't much to to talk about, so to speak. You agree with that, Nicole? Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of a neat way to put that you did. Uh, it's almost a tangible thing, whereas NFL athletes aren't so much tangible. And what I mean when I say that is reachable. Um, you know, you're right. You sit next to English. You sit next to the people in English class every day. And and uh, you know, to be honest, it's written all over your campus, all over people's faces, literally all over the clothing. Every single day when you invest yourself four or five years in college, I mean, it is just it's written everywhere, so you can't get away from it. And uh, I think. It, yeah. And if I'm an NFL fan, I know my player could get cut tomorrow. And, and that too. And, mm. and it's, it's not the same loyalty, I think. So what you're saying, why. NFL is show, and college is what? Just hard-hitting on me? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I NFL think it's, is a show-off thing, right? I think, uh, you know, I think, uh, don't get me wrong, I love NFL football. You know that. Yeah. Um, but I think what it basically boils down to is, is that you know, teams get behind their college programs because they know that, you know, uh, Nebraska, for example, uh, Taylor Martinez, you know, the Husker quarterback, uh, redshirt freshman, first redshirt <laughs> freshman to start a Husker game. Um, and, you know, we're going to be watching him for the next four years, and that's something to get excited about. Whereas, you know, if you're in the NFL, you could get cut tomorrow and playing for, you know, the crosstown yeah, rival. Yeah, but am I right, Nicole, about this? He was talking about this quarterback, something to get excited about. I kind of sound like all these quarterbacks that come up in the league, like a Matt Line that we all excited about, they get to the pros, they can't play. Am I right? They all they is is college players. You agree? Well, I have a personal <laughs> investment towards Matt Liner. I don't care if he ever threw a football ever again in his life. So, uh, wrong That's something different, huh? You Hollywood then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you like Hollywood. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, well, I mean, that's a great example. I mean, he was incredible in college. Yeah. I mean, him and Pete Carroll, I mean, and Reggie Bush. And I mean, U.S., he's a dynasty in and of itself. So, uh you know, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. I can even answer why it's in my heart more college than it is NFL. I'm not sure. I I really have a reason for that. I just think it's a little bit more rah rah versus big business, and I think Maybe. Uh, kind of. Uh, you know, you got the USC's, but you also have the Wyoming's, the Iowa's, kind of the the, the Midwest mm-hmm. uh, sort of. Uh, I guess, I don't know, lack of a better word, mentality of. Of, of, you know, Lincoln, Nebraska becomes, or the M- Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska becomes the third largest city in Nebraska on football Saturday. I mean, you know, that's, that's, well, that's, uh, well, you know, um, and when we come back from this break, I want to ask you, I mean, you know, which one would you prefer to watch? You know, hold your answer until we get back, you know, college or pro, you know, and I'll tell you which one I will when I get back. But mm-hmm. this is James Lowe with my guests, Brent and Nicole, and we're stirring it up today. We're loving that sports talk. Love it. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's more than a sports show. Tune in every Friday for End of the Bench with Tony Bowie. Tony knows and does it all. Whether it's sports, business, or politics, the discussion all comes to focus in one place. You'll hear from the personalities as well as the everyday people, each bringing their own perspective to the discussion. This is a weekly forum that you'll want to be a part of. End of the Bench with Tony Bowie airs live every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving back with hosting Loving That Sports Talk with my guest, Brent and Nicole. We were heated up there, you know. Glad we got Ray out of here, though. <laughs> As we was taking a break, uh, we was on break, I was talking to Brent and Nicole. I was asking them, which one would you prefer to watch, college or pro game, you know? Brent, which one? I mean, and you got to get a good team, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And like I was kind of mentioning to you, too, you know, growing up uh, in Nebraska, being a huge Nebraska fan, you you offer me the opportunity to go to, to Lincoln to watch a football game or you offer me an opportunity to go watch the Cardinals. Uh, I'm probably going to pick Lincoln. Uh, night and day difference between uh, – 
uh, in my opinion, the way you kind of grew up and you're around that atmosphere on a really almost a year in and year out basis. Um, if, but you're talking from a, a person who's a true blue Nebraska fan too. So if I grew up in uh, you know Wyoming or or even like in a, 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 a if I grew up in New York City, for example, my answer might be completely different. Well, what's wrong with you, Nicole? Would you like to watch a pro game or a college game? I know you Texas Tech. <laughs> Say when y'all had that great team. I mean, y'all had a great team. Uh, what year was that? We always do. Oh, no, not always. Come on, James. <laughs> Y'all have bad coaches. You got to fire your coaches. <laughs> yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd rather go to a Texas Tech game any day. Um, like, you know, we were speaking about, I can't even give you a solid reason as to why. Um, my personal investment's in it for, like I said, whatever reason. Uh, I think maybe me being a college athlete might have something to do with it, maybe. Um, I know that I love the support that I received when I was playing, and not that they care whether I'm in the stands or not watching a football game. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I'm not sure I can give you an answer as to why, but I'd rather go to a Texas Tech game. But but you're saying we're all picking our teams that, like, Brent with Nebraska, you Texas. What if it's like a Wyoming game and uh, a Minnesota? You're going to pick I'm going Minnesota. To, I'm going to Minnesota. That's what I'm saying. So, basically, <laughs> you all saying if it's your home team, you know, the team you – been raised on, you know, that's what you go to. But if it's another college game, you go to a pro game, right? Well, you know what? I'm and I'm a huge NFL fan. So, I mean, it's not that I have anything against the NFL. I think the NFL is fantastic. Uh, envious of you, Ray, anybody who's ever had an opportunity to, to experience that side of it as a fan. I, I couldn't even begin to think what you guys uh, went through on a daily basis. And I think to kind of uh, put yourself in that position, looking from the outside in, very envious. And, and these are the best best athletes in the entire world, you know. So um, definitely an NFL fan. But, yeah, if you're giving me the opportunity to go to Lincoln to go to a game or for you, uh, Nicole, to go to Lubbock, is that where Texas Tech said? Yeah, exactly. I think uh, – you know, maybe a little biased in our answer. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's why I know the Texas Tech, you know. You know. Well, you, you know what's know? great? You got Lubbock, Texas, Lincoln, Nebraska, and Laramie, Wyoming. <laughs> Three cities I'm sure the average person would never want to be a part of, but we're all so personally invested. I think that's great. I think it's great. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, like I was telling you, I could never watch a Wyoming game. You know, I'm like, I don't know. It's like, I'm not a college person, so it's not Wyoming, you know. But, you know, and I like to throw this out there, you know. I want to hear your prediction before we get off the air, you know. Who you think? I'll start with you, Nicole. Who do you think gonna win? Be in a Super Bowl? In the AFC, what team? AFC Miami Dolphins. Okay, <laughs> NFC. You know, I'm not uh, much of a. F- I like the the Eagles. Just for you. There you go. There you, go. <laughs> you you obey to come back on the show again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you say you was buying lunch today too? <laughs> <laughs> Only for you. <laughs> well, James, when we sat down and talked, what, maybe a month, six weeks ago, yeah. I can't remember exactly when it was, before the uh, preseason started, I, I kind of thought Dallas and I kind of thought uh, uh, probably Baltimore. Um, I still think Baltimore's uh, probably uh, going to be up there in the AFC. Baltimore, Indy, eh, Miami. Yeah, I don't know, Nicole, but uh, um, <laughs> once again, it's a it's a personal uh. <laughs> absolutely. But um, I kind of changed my mind in the NFC. I, I, I not so sure I'm all that impressed with Dallas so far. I mean, obviously the season kicks off this weekend and very much looking forward to it, but uh, go Packers. I mean, Green Bay has been pretty impressive in this uh, 
uh, in the preseason. I think Aaron Rodgers is set to have a, a phenomenal year. I think they have a strong running game. I think they have a strong passing game. I think, uh, you know, offensively, uh, they're going to be strong. And if their defense holds up, uh, you know, I looked at their schedule. I mean, they, they're going to probably start the season off 6-0, and in my opinion. Got a tough stretch in the middle, and then they're going to probably finish strong as well, too. So I, I like Green Bay. Uh, I like uh, I like Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I got to go with um, – I'm not going to the Eagles because they got rid of Donovan. But I'm kind of still on Dallas. I like those quiet teams that haven't done them, but – I'm kind of like you say, but I'm leaning towards Green Bay. You know, something about Green Bay that, you know, I think they're going to gel and become. And like my AFC team, you know, I'm not no Miami Dolphin, but I think they're going to do great. So that's your personal AFC's thing. AFC's champions at least. <laughs> but I think uh, Indianapolis go back. I think so. Yeah. But, you know, before we leave, but then we're almost out of here. But college team, who's going to be a national champion and who you think will be up there? Uh, I still think Alabama is the cream of the crop, even though, I mean, that's a a brutally tough SEC schedule. But I still think they have an opportunity to lose a game. And because of the the SEC championship game, that little extra help possibly, uh, I think that'll probably, you know, catapult them back into one of the top two spots before the season's out. And, And much as it pains me to say it, and I'm not an SEC fan, I still think Alabama, until they're beaten, uh, they're they're right up there. you agree with that, Nicole? Unfortunately, not being a, a Big 12 team, I, I believe that Alabama's going to do oh, it. Oh, we agree. That one Nebraska, one yep. Texas Tech. Ooh, it's something going there. <laughs> I know it. Maybe Texas Tech and uh, Nebraska in the uh, Big 12 championship this I year. Like what do you that. think? I would like that. If that happened, I'd like to have y'all back on the show <laughs> yeah. and see what it is. Absolutely. And, you know, James, I told you all year long, I told you Nebraska is going to be a relevant program. <laughs> but maybe not uh, not for a year or two. But they'll, they'll be up there. I think your year is coming sooner than you probably think. Um, I don't know about that one, but don't give him that much credit now. <laughs> so you, you just met him. Don't give him that much credit. You got to argue with him a little bit more. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'd just like to say I'd like to thank you guests, you know, for coming out. It's great. I mean, welcome back anytime. You know, Brent, you always, you know, you hear Nicole, you're your first show. Come back and keep doing it. And, you know, and it's great to have you. James, you're fantastic. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, we're looking forward to some great games this weekend, both college yeah. and pro. I know mm-hmm. I'm going to be sitting down uh, watching them. Uh, you know, I'm really excited about watching football tomorrow night, Minnesota and New Orleans. I like that uh, kind of a rematch of the NFC Championship game. I think New Orleans is just going to destroy them, though. I really do. I think so, too. I agree with you. You know, you with New Orleans, too? Reggie Bush is there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Matt Lyman is out there, right? I'll, <laughs> I'll put a face on someone for him. <laughs> Don't you worry. I got it covered already. <laughs> well, this is Jay Lim. I'd still like to thank um, Tailgates Nikki out there for, you know, listening to the show today and being behind me and all that, you know. Tailgates are great people out there. The manager, Ben, you know, being out there. And Chris was on my show. He's a manager there. So, and like I say, um, it's great to, you know, talk sports, you know. I'm not a college. That's why I brought you two experts in there. You know, I hate college, you know, so, you know, I need you for college, you know. <laughs> well, you know what? Like I said, it's uh, there's still some big games this weekend. Actually, there's a lot of good programs uh, playing ball this week. I mean, you got uh, Miami and Ohio State. That's a big, big a game. Big, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of trash talking from Miami uh, I'm hearing already, and uh, uh, I'm not so sure that uh, – uh, they're going to be up to the challenge. I still think the Ohio State University. And I'm going to become a little bit of a Big Ten fan now that Nebraska is going to be switching right. gears, you know, next year and moving over to the Big Ten. So, um, 
our little Texas Tech rivalry. Don't like what I'm <laughs> I can't wait for that rivalry. Be younger, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was a great show, and I'm looking forward to even talking more college football with Nicole and Brent. And um, this is James Loving with thank you for listening to Loving That Sports Talk. See you next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.